This is the MLW Radio Network. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? It's your boy, Blackheart, the head honcho off the Top Roast Podcast. If you love independent and professional wrestling and like all the juicy gossip of the wrestling industry, then look no further than here, OTTR Headquarters. You can catch us on Facebook, Twitch, and Facebook groups, and whatever that you get your podcast from with our, with our latest Last Week of Wrestling, After Darts, Under Boss's Hard Taste, and now our new upcoming trivia game show, Wrestling Every, coming soon. So if you like what you've seen, you love professional wrestling, you love independent wrestling, you love everything about wrestling just yourself, give us a tune. You know, you would not regret it. Blackheart out. Everyone knows a lot of things can change in the span of 10 years. But when it comes to professional wrestling podcasting, one thing is still guaranteed. The Shining Wizards is the only place to get all the latest wrestling news, interviews with the greatest guests, and of course, tons of laughs in discussing the world of wrestling. The show is still available on Monday nights at 7 p.m. East on RantDMRadio.com and Rant Entertainment Media on the TuneIn app. And it's still available on all podcasting platforms. To check us out, head over to ShiningWizards.com where it's still wrestling talk and talk about wrestling. Are you tired of prediction shows? Do you want to fantasy book the companies? Does Bigfoot even really exist? If you answered yes to any of those questions, then check out the podcast that isn't a podcast. Every Tuesday and Thursday, the standing streamer stands and delivers as he and Vanessa talk about all that's going on in pro wrestling today. Plus, see in-depth conversations with people in and around the wrestling world as guests share their stories and insights about making it in the business. The Putting You Over Podcast. Putting your weeknights over every Tuesday and Thursday. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening and good night. My name is Thomas and what's your name? Uh, I'm Alan. Alan. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. We're brothers. That's right. Yeah, yeah the mother, same mother and father. Your room was... Oh, we shared a room. Shared a room. For we shared a room. Thought I knew your face. Yeah, we so go we... way back, mate. Yeah. yeah. We should do a podcast then. Uh, we have. We do. We do a podcast. We do a podcast. What's it called? The Brocast. Yeah, that was planned. Yeah, yeah. Well, what do we do? Well, we cover all different things in the world of pop culture. We're talking about comic books. We're talking about professional wrestling, and we're talking about movies. Go back and watch classic retro wrestling events, the likes of WWE, WCW, and if you do like that, you can check us out on Apple iTunes, also on Podbean, Anchor, and on Podknife. Also, check us out on Twitter at the Broadcast. That's B R O. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Ending. Yeah, it's all right. Good on you. Yeah. Instagram also at the Broadcast Podcast. Remember, we don't spell it with a C. We spell it with a K. Sorry, mate. Take it easy. Welcome to another episode of Headlines brought to you by the MLW Radio Network and the Front Row Material brand for Wednesday, August the 24th, 2022. Headlines is your one-stop shop podcast that brings you all the information and the late-breaking news in the world of professional wrestling. We scour various wrestling websites to make sure that you have the most comprehensive outlook at everything that's going on in the world of wrestling. Whether it's WWE, AEW, New Japan, Ring of Honor, and so many more. We are here on the daily and it's free anywhere fine podcasts are made available. 
With that being said, let's go ahead and let's get right to the headlines. Starting over on E-Wrestling News, Swerve Strickland is making news today. Swerve Strickland answers questions whether he'd ever consider returning to WWE. Joshua Jones is writing in at this hour. Ever since WWE CEO Vince McMahon retired last month and Triple H took over being head of creative for the company, fans have been wondering what would happen to some former NXT WWE stars such as Johnny Gargano, Dakota Kai, Dexter Loomis, Karrion Cross, Scarlett Bordeaux, and Hit Row. And the answer is they've all returned to the company. Now, one of the names that have been thrown around a lot is what would be the future of AEW's current superstar, Swerve Strickland. Now, Strickland was known for his time in WWE for winning the WWE North American Championship and being the founder of Hit Row. Now, he was released in November along with the rest of the group. He debuted in AEW at Revolution Pay-Per-View in March and later became one half of the tag team champions with Keith Lee. Now, the AEW star responded to fans on Twitter and asked if he'd ever reconsider going back to WWE. Strickland gave them a very simple answer. Nope. After his release, Strickland openly spoke about his relationship with Triple H and Shawn Michaels in NXT, and he did state that while he got along with Triple H, he wasn't that close to him as many other talents were in the company. For more information on Shore of Strickland, continue following eWrestling News and more information will be forthcoming. Freddie Prince Jr. is making news today. Ryan Clark writes in, Freddie Prince Jr. says he's been told CM Punk doesn't show respect to other talent backstage in AEW. During the latest edition of his Wrestling with Freddie podcast, former WWE creative team member Freddie Prince Jr. commented on the recent reports of some backstage heat and issues involving CM Punk and other stars. Now, he's heard from other people who are backstage in the company, and this is what he had to say. There's two ways to look at it. Either it's a work shoot and he's trying to turn heel, or there's some real stuff going on and what he's been doing is a receipt for it. I happen to know that it's more of the latter, and I think he's just trying to take advantage of his situation. So you know what? Some people are okay trying to roll with it. But not everyone backstage loves CM Punk, and it's not just because of the situations with Colt Cabana. It's because of the way that he's behaved since he's gotten there, and the way he acts when he's behind the curtain and not in the ring. It was actually something that Hangman Adam Page said in his promo when they were having their run to their title match. I remember Page saying, I'm not just defending this title, I'm defending for all elite wrestling. I'm defending for people back there. A lot of people don't like Punk at the shows, and I can understand that. For more information on all of this, what else did Freddie Prince Jr. have to say? Ryan Clark has this article trending over right now over on E-Wrestling News. Wardlow is making news at this hour. Dave Esposito is writing in at this hour. Mr. Mayhem, known as Wardlow. He's the TNT champion and former bodyguard of MJF. Wardlow sat down to talk with his hometown radio station of 92.3 The Fan in Cleveland ahead of tonight's AEW Dynamite. Now, the War Dog spoke of his dream feud and so many more. Now, specifically about his dream feud, he would say this, and I quote, I struggle with a question like that because I just don't think I have just one. That's like asking what's your favorite song. You have many songs that you like. And that's like saying what's your favorite movie. I have so many of those as well. Growing up, the villain to all the heroes was always Triple H. I also love The Rock, and he feuded with him. I love Jeff Hardy. He feuded with Jeff Hardy. I loved Batista. Now, there's a part of me that would always like to go against Triple H in a big feud one day. I think that might be one. Now on his feelings on tonight's episode of Dynamite, CM Punk versus John Moxley for the AEW Heavyweight title. 
The match alone could be a pay-per-view match, he said. It's wild and everyone is getting it on free TV. With more information on Wardlow, the current TNT champion, continue following David Esposito and more information will be forthcoming over on eWrestling News. Ryan Clark is writing into this hour, Cody Rhodes is claiming that AEW wouldn't exist if it weren't for he and his wife, Brandy. Now, Cody Rhodes recently took to Twitter to respond to a fan about how important he is to the AEW and its inception. Now, according to the American Nightmare, All Elite Wrestling wouldn't exist today if it weren't for Brandy and himself. In fact, the American Nightmare would go as far as saying this, Facts are all out there to see. Without Brandy and I, I couldn't see AEW existing. Look no further than some of the infrastructure that is in place right now. Even half the names on the events. Tony, The Bucks, Kenny, Jericho... Dana, Hang, they're the pioneers. I moved to the next stage for me. I have nothing but beautiful memories. Now, if you'd like to see the interaction, you can follow that on social media. And if you'd like to continue to follow Cody Rhodes on his journey back to WWE after having pec surgery, continue following Ryan Clark, and he has more information on eWrestling News. Ryan Clark's also writing in this hour, Chris Jericho implies that WWE really wants him to come back. Now, earlier this week, AEW wrestler Chris Jericho was asked by a fan on Twitter about potential matches with Kevin Owens and AJ Styles in WWE, and then Jericho wrote this. They've already happened multiple times. Now, of course, Jericho has wrestled both of them already at WrestleMania. Additionally, Jericho followed that up with another tweet that seemed to imply that WWE wanted him to return and referred referenced contract tampering. It was previously reported that WWE recently contacted an AEW talent that was under full contract about a possible return. This is what Jericho had to say. Hmm. Well, some higher-ups might want to know what's happening sooner than later. Hashtag tampering. With more information on all of this, continue following eWrestling News and more information about Chris Jericho and talent in AEW. Ryan Clark's also writing in at this hour about Bobby Fish. Bobby Fish says he is not a fan of leg slaps in professional wrestling. Now, during a recent appearance on the two-man power trip podcast, AEW star Bobby Fish commented on not being a fan of the leg slaps in wrestling. Now, for those who are unaware, numerous wrestlers use leg slaps to enhance the kicks that they give. It creates a sound that's more impactful that many wrestlers like. This is what Bobby Fish had to say. It makes me sick. It really makes me want to get sick, especially when people do it on the leg kick, because if you know anything about leg kicks, the ones that hurt, the ones that are the worst, the most brutal, are the ones that don't make noise. Now, there are other ones from the shin that really dig to the bone, and I get it. Back in the day when Christopher Adams would throw a super kick or Shawn Michaels with the sweet chin music, they would give it the slap, and I get it. But a lot of things are different, especially in pro wrestling now. Too much of a good thing can be a bad thing. Slapping was one of those things for sure. To see on one leg kick, I get. I think because there's so much pride in throwing proper leg kicks, but it just drives me nuts. If you understood anything about it, if you took five minutes to understand the actual art of throwing a leg kick, you'd realize that slapping your leg defeats the purpose of doing it completely. If it makes it sound loud or makes a good noise, that's not what you're supposed to be going for. I think pro wrestling fans have been conditioned to react to sounds, and it's been overdone, and some people like to try to get to that point, but I don't like sla slapping the leg. I don't want to get into doing tricks of the business. I like to go ahead and get rid of a lot of the slaps in pro wrestling. Yeah, it's just overdone for me. 
If you'd like to read more about what Bobby Fish had to say about the concepts of leg slapping in wrestling and why he thinks it's a bad idea, follow E-Wrestling News and David Esposito has more. Andrew Ravens is writing in at this hour, AEW is holding a talent-only meeting this upcoming afternoon. Now, both Fightful and PW Insider are reporting today that AEW will be holding a mandatory talent meeting up in Cleveland, Ohio. AEW President Tony Khan will be there, but not many details are known about the meeting right now. Talent does expect management to address the rumors of unrest, contract inquiries, and personal issues, as well as things that have been leaked. Now, over the course, various reports have surfaced regarding the backstage environment and the overall unhappiness among certain people and groups in AEW. Now, there's also been issues between World Heavyweight Champion CM Punk and Hangman Adam Page. It's believed that these all will be addressed in a meeting today. With more information, continue following Andrew Ravens, and he will give you more information regarding this meeting that happened in Cleveland. Thomas Lawson is writing in at this hour, Ruby Soho names AEW moment as the peak of her wrestling career. AEW star Ruby Soho said that her career reached its peak earlier this year at the Double or Nothing pay-per-view. Soho, formerly known as Ruby Riot, was released from WWE back in 2021 as part of a wave of huge budget cuts that lasted all the way into the new year. Now, speaking to GalaxyCon, Soho said her entrance at Double or Nothing trumped anything else that's ever happened in her wrestling career. This is what she would say. At Double or Nothing, when Rancid played me out, I peaked. I will never be in a cooler moment than that ever. I should have just retired right then and there because it's all downhill from there. Now, Soho faced Britt Baker in the Owen Hart Foundation Women's Tournament Finals, but unfortunately lost to the former AEW Women's Champion. If you'd like to find out more about what Ruby Soho has to say about her career, continue following E-Wrestling News and more information will be forthcoming. Andrew Ravens is staying busy. He's writing in at this hour, AEW reveals new Fight Forever video game details. Now, for all of you gaming fans who can't wait to get that next slice of wrestling video games, well, Andrew Ravens has it for you. On Wednesday, Evil Uno and Colt Cabana revealed new details about the AEW Fight Forever video game while they were in Germany. Now, in a live stream, there was new footage of the game that was shown and highlights, and that was courtesy of the Wrestling Observer. Now, a deep career mode has been confirmed. Players will get to go on the road with AEW, and they will also be able to be a manager as well. Now, the game controls are similar to past wrestling games with strike, grapple, strong strike, and strong grapple actions. Blocks and reversals are performed by using the left and right bumper buttons, as they're calling it. Now, kickouts and escaping submissions are done through button mashing, as they call it, as opposed to other games as well. Now, there are 40 different weapons that are able to be used in the game. Now, characters can grab them from anywhere from under the ring. Now, the rating of the game is 16+, plus because blood has been included in the video game. Now, in the future, which is soon to be sooner than later, there will be some other things that will be added to the games. Mixed gender matches are possible as well in the game, and wrestlers can also be placed in matches against themselves. CPU versus CPU matches will also be possible. Online play is referred to as a big part of the game, so people with consoles can play against one another on the internet. You can also modify things, including entrances, ring attire, and the arena itself. Now, original music by Max Caster is also featured in the game itself. For more information, follow this. You can follow it on eWrestling News, and Andrew Ravens has all the details on the brand new game that will be hitting the shelves very, very soon. 
Tony Schiavone is writing in at this hour about what's happening in AEW. He's making it public. Things are not as bad as AEW fans may be worried they are, and they're definitely not as bad as WWE fans claim they are. Now, Tony Schiavone has commented on reports of AEW's backstage environment. Over the past week, there have been various reports regarding the backstage environment of the unhappiness among certain people in AEW. Now, speaking on What Happened When podcast, Schiavone and senior producer and special advisor of talent noted that the morale in AEW isn't as bad as people are making it out to be and feels like some things are being blown out of proportion. This is what Tony said. I enjoy my job, my new responsibilities with the company. Yes, they're challenging, but those are challenges I readily accepted when I took the job. I'm seeing a whole new part of wrestling and wrestlers that I didn't see before. Yeah, I think so. There are going to be more challenges. And of course, the internet is going to go crazy over all that stuff. I'm not going to get into it because I'm going to say right now, things aren't as bad as all the bullshit people are trying to say. Not even close. We've got some things in place now, and I think things are going to be better in the future. With more information, continue following E-Wrestling News, and Andrew Ravens has more information on everything that's going to be happening with Tony Schiavone in his new job. Thomas Lawson's also writing in at this hour, No way Jose accused of stealing money to attend AEW dark tapings? Now, former WWE superstar No Way Jose has been accused of using a promoter's money to get himself into AEW Dark last month. Jose, competing under his real name, appeared on the August 21st AEW Dark tapings, teaming with Vary Morales in a losing effort to Bear Bronson and Bear Boulder. Now, promoter Graham Keem took to Facebook and accused No Way Jose of using a plane ticket Keen had bought him to bring him home for one of his shows. Instead, he said he went to AEW. This is what he said. No way Jose stole my money and flew to Orlando to appear on AEW Dark on my dollar in plane ticket. He lied to me all day. No way Jose has not publicly commented on the allegations at this time. Now, Jose was released in WWE back in 2020 and has competed for Impact Wrestling, Defy Wrestling, and his most recent appearance on AEW Dark. For more information on this, continue following E-Wrestling News, and we will give you more details on everything that's happening with No Way Jose. Let's go ahead and jump over to the world of WWE. Right at this hour, David Esposito was writing Alexa Bliss on Kari B potentially being a WWE superstar. Now, the goddess Alexa Bliss was speaking with Verge Magazine to promote WWE's upcoming Clash at the Castle pay-per-view, and she was asked about what makes a celebrity a good WWE star. Now, Bliss named Kari B as someone who would work well in the Federation. Kari has been outspoken about her fandom of WWE and special social media posts, and Alexa Bliss believes she would do very well in the company. Now, on celebrities and how well they do in WWE, this is what Bliss said. I feel like they have a big role in our company. They have big personalities. We've already had some stuff already with Kari B, and I think she would actually turn out to be a great WWE superstar. Now, on what to expect when Reigns and McIntyre go at it at Clash at the Castle, this is what Bliss had to say. I'm excited to see that one. I've always been a big fan of Drew. He's a dominant force for sure, and I think he can definitely take Roman Reigns. And what better place than Cardiff, Wales? I think it'll be something really interesting. Clash, it'll be. 
but no pun intended. For more information on everything that Alexa Bliss has to say, David Esposito has more information regarding all of this over on eWrestling News. David Esposito is staying busy. Drew McIntyre is excited to see Johnny Gorgano return and talks about their past history. Now appearing on today's edition of WWE's The Bump, the Scottish psychopath Drew McIntyre discussed Johnny Gorgano's return to WWE. The number one contender to the undisputed Universal WWE World Championship noted that the pair had a history together and they had clashed in Evolve already. Now here's what he had to say about Johnny returning to WWE. I'm very excited to see Johnny back. I tweeted a picture of him and myself when we were Evolve Tag Team Champions. Johnny's such an incredible talent, one of my biggest matches, and when I really showed the world that I was capable of doing outside of WWE during my independent run. I also did some stuff at Dragon Gate USA and Evolve with Johnny. He made me raise my game. I did win that match and it really showed how much I could do in the ring. We became the first Evolve Tag Team Champions. We spent time in NXT together. He achieved everything he wanted in NXT. And I didn't imagine that he would ever get a great opportunity like this, a real opportunity, and he deserves it. He's now going to be either with Raw or SmackDown. He's getting to do it right now, and he's earned it. Now, on a possibility rematch with Gorgano, he would also go on to say, we could have some fun down the line. Rematches do come, and I'm excited about it. With more information on everything, continue following David Esposito, and he has more information over Ronnie Wrestling News. David Esposito, Renee discusses the regime change, Michael Cole being able to officially shine. Renee, Renee was speaking on the recent episode of Sessions podcast when she shared her thoughts on WWE's recent changes. Now, the former Raw commentator spoke about how brightly some talent had been shining since Triple H assumed the role of WWE, especially her broadcast partner, Michael Cole. Now, Renee went into some detail about the changes to WWE's television product since the game took over and Vince McMahon retired. These are some things she said. My takeaway from all the WWE changes is how happy I am for how many awesomely talented people that maybe would not quite get the where point they are right now if not. They would be restricted and there were so many limitations. Now we're going to really see glimpses of how awesome people can really be, whether it's Michael Cole and his commentary and everything he's doing. New, Killer Cross, Scarlett Bordeaux, they've been brought back. Bailey is working with Eero Shirai and Dakota Kai. Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler are being booked properly now. Oh my god, it is such a relief. Now, on Michael Cole shining in this new era, she would go on to say the following. I've seen this a million times, and I'm not just trying to recreate it, about how amazing this is. People have literally crapped on him for years and years. You have no idea how good he truly is. What a regular on Raw and SmackDown is like with him. The dude is a pressure cooker. Every single show he takes the brunt of it. But now to see him actually doing the show as the talent that he's a beat that he is, he loves professional wrestling. And the fact that he's been in the business for over 25 plus years, the in-depth knowledge he has about professional wrestling, it's incredibly awesome. It makes me really happy to see him do what he's doing. It's a breath of fresh air, and I'm so happy to see that. For more information on everything that Renee had to say on her podcast about the regime change in WWE, continue following E-Wrestling News and David Esposito. Joshua Jones is writing in at this hour. There's a reason for Lacey Evans' WWE absence. Now, the latest of Lacey's saga in WWE fans, Lacey was not on TV since last time in July. It was reported on July 29th that Evans didn't compete in a scheduled match against fellow SmackDown star Aaliyah due to Evans not being medically cleared to compete. Now, a new report from Fightful Select, Sean Ross Sapp, has revealed that Evans is still medically sidelined, and as of this writing right now, there's no word on when she will return. Turn. 
Now, as far as Lacey Evans is concerned, she was doing a great job on the brand, unfortunately, until this injury happened. For more information on this mysterious injury, continue following Joshua Jones, and he will have more information on Lacey and when fans can expect her back. Ryan Clark's also writing at this hour, we have some news on Bret Hart, Tommaso Ciampa, Riddle, Xavier Woods, Drew McIntyre, and so many other stars. Now Sam Roberts, Tommaso Ciampa, and Riddle will be appearing at WWE's Mattel action figure that will be happening tomorrow at 6pm Eastern Standard Time. It will stream live via Amazon Live. You can find all the information over on WWE's Twitter account. WWE superstar Xavier Woods posted the following video from the Glitch Arcade Bar in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. It is a tremendous video. You can definitely check that out over on their YouTube page. You can also check out today's edition of WWE's The Bump, where the episode features Bret Hart and Drew McIntyre. For everything WWE, continue following eWrestling News, and they will give you all the information on the world of wrestling. Joshua Jones is also writing in at this hour about Rey Mysterio. Rey Mysterio had a conversation with Dominic about Eddie Guerrero and the custody battle storyline. Now, Rey Mysterio recently spoke with Fox News for his upcoming biography, WWE Legends episode about him having a conversation with his son Dominic Mysterio and teaching him regarding the infamous Eddie Guerrero custody battle that happened in 2005. Now, the story involved Guerrero claiming that Dominic was his biological son, which led to a ladder match at SummerSlam between he and Mysterio for the custody of Dominic. Well, fans know that this was part of a WWE storyline, but Dominic's teachers and other people in his life at that time had some concerns about that not being the best situation for such a young child. This is what Ray had to say. I remember talking to one of his teachers, and I know Dominic was getting harassed constantly at school. They were a bit concerned about the situation, about him being in the middle of something like that and how uncomfortable he was. But after one of his teachers approached him and said, is everything okay at home? Are you sure, Dominic? Is there anything that we can do to help you? After Dom told him, I remember approaching his teacher and telling her it was all part of the entertainment business. Nothing was happening at home. It's just on TV. So everything is okay. There's no worries. We don't have to worry about anything regarding Dominic. I think the only thing we have to worry about is Dom missing school, but he's always able to get to school and make sure he has his homework on time with him, even sometimes when he was on the road. But besides that, everything seems to be okay. Now, in addition to that, this is what Ray had to say about working with his son. I never thought this moment would ever happen because my son really never showed interest in pro wrestling until the age of 19. We did the storyline with him and Eddie back in 2005, and I never realized that after that storyline, it would kind of interest him and kindle a fire in him. He started training like he never did before. He always played football. That interest was always there for him. But then at 19, his career developed fast in wrestling moving to Tampa, Florida, training there with Jay Lethal, and eventually going to a camp with Lance Storm, and everything just happened so fast. Next thing you know, he's having a debut match at SummerSlam against Seth Rollins. With more information on all this, continue following E-Wrestling News, and more information will come out about the relationship between Ray and Dominic. Ryan Clark is writing in at this hour. Paul Roma is blasting Hulk Hogan and says his act is phony. Paul Roma is not a fan of Hulk Hogan. During a recent appearance on Cheap Heat Podcast Productions, the former WWE superstar blasted the WWE Hall of Famer, saying his act is phony and he can't even wrestle. Additionally, Roma commented on the incident where several WWE stars were meeting sick children in Detroit, with Hogan at one point saying, we're not getting paid for this, and then asked to meet another child. 
with more information on all of this and what he had to say about Hulk Hogan and Hulkamania. Continue following E-Wrestling News and Ryan Clark has that article trending right now. Edge is making news at this hour. Ryan Clark writes in, Edge reacts to wrestling in Toronto on Raw and Beth Phoenix coming in to save him. WWE Hall of Famer Edge took to Instagram following Monday's episode of Raw to comment on his match with Damian Priest in his hometown of Toronto, Canada. Now, while Edge won the match, he was attacked by Rhea Ripley until Beth Phoenix made the save. This is what the rated R superstar would write on social media. What a week. This week was so freaking good. From having A&E documentary air on Sunday to coming home for the first time in three years and main event the place at Raw, wrestle in Toronto for the first time in 12 years, and have a co-branded Maple Leafs Edge shirt come out, heading back to the Leafs dressing room and maybe having a sip of Petey Scotch with my good bud, our trainer. Man, it was incredible. Come on. This was the best of all things. I got to see my family, see my little cousins react to seeing me perform for the first time. Hell, even Rhea Ripley getting to go into the ring with me. We couldn't stop having a great time. Well, also because I have the Glamazon for a wife, and she wasn't having any of that with Rhea Ripley. Thank you all who were involved for an amazing weekend and a show and an experience I will never forget, and I will take that to the grave with me. What a blast. With more information on how grateful Edge is, continue following E-Wrestling News and Ryan Clark, and more information will be coming forward. Ryan Clark staying busy, he's writing in. John Morrison reveals when he knew he didn't want to be in WWE anymore. Now, during a recent appearance on NBC Sports Boston, former WWE superstar John Morrison commented on when he knew he wanted to be released from WWE. Seth Rollins getting the drip god gimmick and a lot more. Now, on a planned feud with The Miz, this is what he said. We were going to feud with each other but he missed a couple of Raws before he left for Dancing with the Stars, so that really never panned out or happened. I don't know if the reason for that is actually made public. That never happened, and that's why I was kind of left in limbo. Now, on his release from the company, he would say this, The thing is, after Taya and I were gone, I didn't want to be there anymore. When I heard I was being released, I went through the eight stages of grief, or, or maybe it's ten, however many there are, but I did all of it in the course of 30 seconds, from surprise to shock to regret to being okay. That didn't even say the best luck in your future endeavors. I never even got that tagline. I thought that was supposed to be said to all people. I didn't get that out of John Laurinaitis. I wonder if someone said to him, I just love to get at him. I thought he had a tough job, I'll be honest. I didn't realize what he was going through and doing all behind the scenes. In retrospect, that's a pretty messed up job. He has to deal with a lot, and he has also created his own problems. Now on Seth Rollins getting the drip god gimmick. I feel like I got pulled back on because The Miz left, and for some reason, I have three different plans that got changed at the last second, so you're just sitting there at TV. And you sit there for a couple of weeks, and you're getting troubled because you haven't been on TV now for a month. Now it's two months, and suddenly, what are we going to do with this guy John? I don't know. It's been a while for me at that point. We need someone to put this guy over. Hmm. How about we use John? Okay, this kind of happened to me more once before, and I wasn't thrilled about it. If there ever was a drip versus drip match, I would sign up in a heartbeat. I will say this. Seth is awesome, but yet I wish I had got to wrestle him, but that never happened. For more information on all of this and find out more about John Morrison, continue following E-Wrestling News and more information will be forthcoming. Andrew Ravens is talking ratings. WWE NXT 2.0 ratings for last night's show are officially in. This week's episode of 
WWE NXT 2.0 drew 678,000 viewers on the USA Network, which is down from a week ago when it did 723,000. Now, it did a .41 rating in the key demos 18-49, to which is also down from last week's .18. Now, it ranked number 10 in the top 150 shows on cable. Now, the episode featured Wendy Chu versus Tiffany Stratton in a Lights Out match. Josh Briggs took on Brooks Jensen defending the NXT UK Tag Team titles against Gullis. NXT UK Champion Tyler Bate versus Von Wagner in a non-title match as well. For more information on the ratings and all the demographics, continue to stay here with eWrestling News, and we will make sure you get all of the headlines. New employees are no longer walking on eggshells. That's what Thomas Lawson's writing in at this hour. WWE's atmosphere backstage has changed completely in a sharp direction for the better since Vince McMahon has gone from the company. McMahon announced his retirement last month, and thanks in part to the ongoing investigation into his allegations of misconduct with female employees. Now, PW Insider is reporting today that there are reports in the company that people don't feel like they're walking on eggshells anymore as they were in the previous regime. Since McMahon retired, Stephanie and Nick Khan have taken over as co-CEOs, while Triple H was appointed to head of creative and head of talent relations. Now, a source within WWE production department described the change of the atmosphere as massively night and day. Mondays and Fridays are the days Raw and SmackDown stars are no longer seen as the worst days of their jobs, even though they still have to work on two shows. A different source from WWE added that they're allowed to feel more like it's fun to come to work. Now, it's said that the positive atmosphere has led to more creative ideas, which has only made people more positive to the new regime. In fact, the report adds that everyone isn't walking out or expecting to walk out at some point in time. Some sort of PTSD, one person once said, describing WWE. For more information on everything that's happening and how the locker room feels, continue following eWrestling News and more information will be coming forward. Mustafa Ali is making news at this hour. Andrew Ravens writes in, Mustafa Ali reveals he nearly used Hulk Hogan's theme song, Me. Mustafa Ali claimed on Twitter that he was nearly given Hulk Hogan's music for a new gimmick. Ali previously tweeted about how he wanted to send a message to his fans after he tried to tone himself down in an attempt to be more marketable for the company. Now, he went ahead and talked about that on social media. You can go ahead and see that if you follow Ali at Ali WWE, and there's more information on that. Thomas Lawson's also writing in this hour about Trish Stratus. Trish reveals which of her feuds is, in her opinion, underrated. Now, WWE Hall of Famer Trish Stratus had said that her program with Stephanie McMahon during the Attitude Era deserves so much more, and it deserves a second looking. From late 2000 to early 2001, Stratus and Stephanie feuded with Trish acting as a mistress to Stephanie's father, Vince. Now, the feud between the two culminated in a match at No Way Out in 2001, which Vince McMahon would win. Now, appearing as a guest on Ring the Bell podcast, this is what Stratus had to say. It was one of the most underrated, not talked about matches that was. It was a battle, it was a war, and it was unbelievable. Now, Stratus appeared on this week's episode of WWE Raw in Toronto, Ontario, Canada, where she confronted Bailey Dakota Kai and Iro Shirai. You can keep up with everything that's happening with Trish Stratus by following eWrestling News, and more information about her next appearance will be coming forward. Thomas Lawson's also writing in at this hour. Cody Rhodes reacts to being called 
best pro wrestler in the world. Thomas Lawson's writing, Cody Rhodes has responded to being praised by fans as the best professional wrestler in the industry today. Rhodes returned to WWE at WrestleMania 38 after leaving AEW in February alongside his wife Brandi Rhodes. When a fan called Rhodes the best professional wrestler in the world right now, Rhodes gave a four-word response. Let's do the work. Now, Rhodes tore his pec muscle in June and has been out of action ever since then. It's rumored that Rhodes will return at the 2023 Royal Rumble pay-per-view and is favored to win the match as well. For more information on all things Cody Rhodes, continue following eWrestling News, and we will give you all the latest on happenings with him. Thomas Lawson's writing in this hour, Ric Flair on his falling out with Triple H. Now, the two-time WWE Hall of Famer Ric Flair has admitted he's not as close as he once was with Triple H. In 2001, Flair returned to WWE and would align himself with the game the following year. While behind the scenes, Triple H would help Ric's confidence, which was at an all-time low, according to the Nature Boy. Speaking to Be The Man podcast, Ric Flair discussed the status of his relationship with Triple H following a 2019 copyright dispute between Flair and the WWE. This is what Flair had to say. I don't think we're as thick as thieves, but I can tell you this. We had a big falling out over the trademark. The man issue. It was a big falling out. Now, the trademark dispute saw WWE attempt to copyright the man, a term used for Becky Lynch, which Flair believed belonged to him due to his years of calling himself the man. Now, Flair added that he was one of the first people to contact Stephanie McMahon after her husband's cardiac event last year. This is what he had to say. I can guarantee you this. I will be at his funeral, and I will guarantee you this. He will be at mine. Everybody else can say what they want to say. Make of it what they want. Now, Ric Flair left WWE last summer over issues with creative. Now, despite reports that he planned on going to AEW, the Dark Side of the Ring episode that covered the plane ride from hell really derailed all of those plans. For more information, continue following eWrestling News, and more information will be forthcoming. If you're enjoying this podcast, remember, Headlines is your one-stop shop podcast that gives you all the information in the world of wrestling, whether it's your favorite company, your favorite wrestler, or your favorite superstar. It's a daily podcast that keeps Keeps you up to date with everything that's happening in the world absolutely for free. With more on this, let's go ahead and let's get back to the headlines. Ryan Clark's also writing in this hour for eWrestling News. Lots of WWE NXT news. So let's go ahead and get right at it. Apollo Crews was latestly featured on the Grayson Waller effect during two-day night's episode of NXT 2.0. Crews was questioned by Waller about his Nigerian warrior gimmick on SmackDown. You can catch all the highlights if you follow WWE's YouTube page. Now there's a new vignette for Alba Fire that aired on Tuesday night's episode of WWE NXT 2.0. You can also catch that on their YouTube page as well. Tyler Bate defeated Von Wagner on Tuesday's night of NXT 2.0. There are some highlights once again. You've got it on their YouTube page as well. And finally, Charlie Dempsey appeared in a segment with Chase University where he taught them some maneuvers. Now the group became frustrated after his intense style became too much for them. You can check out the highlights below, yep, on WWE's YouTube page. For more information on all these news, continue following eWrestling News, and we will have more about all of these incredible superstars. Santos Escobar is making news at this hour. Santos Escobar appears on 2.0, and he leaves with 
legend Del Fantasma. On this next week's episode of NXT 2.0, Joaquin Wilde and Cruz Del Toro faced the Diet in a match, which they ultimately lost. Tony D'Angelo yelled at them after the bout, and later on the show, Legado Del Fantasma, which included Electra Lopez, were confronted by Santos Escobar. He said he wasn't going to leave without them, but the group all got in the car and left without him. Escobar lost the match against D'Angelo last week, with the stipulation being that he had to leave NXT 2.0. You can catch all of this by following WWE on their Twitter page, and you can follow them at WWE. Ryan Clark is writing in at this hour. The wrestling world is responding to the return of Johnny Gorgano. Johnny returned to WWE on this week's episode of Monday Night Raw, and he wants his theme song to be put back in the streaming services. Gorgano took to Twitter on Tuesday to ask WWE to put Rebel Heart back on Apple Music and Spotify. This is what he wrote. Let's get it back on Spotify and Apple Music. All those kinds of folks out there everywhere. If you'd like to find out more about Johnny Gorgano, continue following him on social media and continue following eWrestling News as more information will be forthcoming. That's going to do it for the headlines today for Wednesday, August the 24th, 2022. Remember, Headlines is your one-stop shop podcast that brings you all the information in the world of wrestling. Whether it's your favorite company, your favorite wrestler, or favorite superstar, we're here on a daily to make sure that you get all the information so you don't have to take time away from your day. With that being said, my name is Mike Freeland, and I hope to see you on the next episode of Headlines. My name is Mike Freeland, and if you're looking for an exciting wrestling podcast to add to your library, then look no further than the Front Row Material brand. Each and every week, I sit down with some of the most exciting superstars in the world of wrestling, from upcoming stars in the indies to dedicated veterans of the squared circle. I also host a daily podcast called Headlines, which gives you the updated information on all your favorite superstars in all your favorite promotions, giving you not only the backstage look, but also what are the industry experts saying about things. And finally, join myself and my my executive producer, The Rit, where we talk about everything in the world of professional wrestling all across the landscape, from storylines to interviews to what's happening and what we think is going to be happening the next time you turn on your TV. Don't miss it. It's the Front Row Material brand brought to you by the MLW Radio Network. The world of MLW Radio never stops.